Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome along to another exciting installment of the worst idea of all time. Don't give me your myself. bright animated voice and your positive language, you piece of shit. This sucks. <laughs> with with myself, Guy Montgomery. I want to end my life. That was the and worst good thing friend. I've ever done. Out of the two seasons that we've done of this thing, this is the worst one that there's been yet. This is the shit. And my good friend Tim Bent. You know, when some people say something's the shit, this is the opposite to that. This is a negative version of the shit. This is the fuck. So, Tim, my first question after that was uh, was going to be, how how are you going? Fucked up, man. I'd never want to see that movie again. I don't want us to do this thing anymore. Jesus. Uh, Just for a little bit of uh, clarity as to the... Uh, contrasting tones in our voice. Uh, what is the time currently in New Zealand, Tim? Well, it's coming up 2am again because the world okay. revolves around Guy Montgomery and his Edinburgh schedule. No, see, this is was my first... My second point of call was to apologise for, uh, for the state in which you find yourself. I do feel tremendously guilty. I said it before and I'll say it again. You are a real son <laughs> of a bitch, Montgomery. Uh, I miss you, man. The only thing I've got um, here is Zopaclone, and I can't have that because that will make me more tired, and then I'll just fall asleep instantly. You sound like you're barely hanging on as it is. That was the worst thing that's ever happened to me as an individual. I, you know what, I, it wasn't the screening wasn't as bad for me, but I totally I was afraid that this is what would happen. Um. It's not good, is it, Tim? No. I want is, there any, is there any point to it? There is none. This is the f- fucking brutal thing. There's no point. Why, why do you think you do it to yourself? Why do you stay awake that whole time? Because I said I would. And when you say you can do something, you have to do it. And I think, You're a man of your word. I think maybe that's how the movie got made as well. Some people said that they were going to do it. So they just did it, and now it exists. You mean uh, out of uh, like uh, 
sense of obligation to another person. What are you tapping away on? It's very distracting. I was just closing the background windows and making it so that all I have is a very handsome picture of you on Skype. What? Oh, yeah, because you aren't seeing it, me it how provides, I am right now. Do you want to yeah, see? Provides, I'll turn the video on, shall I? Okay. Well, what I'm looking on. at right now is you at your best. Your piercing eyes are shooting right through me. How about now? Oh, you do not look good at all. Oh, my God. You're not even in your house. You're at the office. Yeah. Oh, you look hellish, sir. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. I hate you. I hate your guts. I, I know you do. I, you. I know you do. You know what's funny is because uh, I was I was 15 minutes late to the record today, uh, and obviously it's very late in New Zealand, so this is a, this put Tim out. You know, you've got to probably quadruple the amount of time I was late by for to understand the full impact. So I was an hour late to the record, and um, we went into the record, and I wanted to say hi to Tim before we started watching the movie, and he said, "Fuck talking, just start the movie." And I was like, oh, Tim's angry with me. I stand by and, what I said. Yeah, no. And then I thought to myself, and the real problem here is I can't imagine that being subjected to two and a half hours of Sex in the City 2 is going to do much to lighten the mood. Nah, bro. It's and it's good. come, it's absolutely come true. All right, let's, um, let me talk about something about the movie. Something's going on with that shake. What shake? Oh, the... The shake the, invited Samantha and the gals to come on his dime, on his airport, his airline. Yeah? Cause, What's, so he financed the movie, right? But if he's the shake in the United Arab Emirates who's rich enough to have his own private airline, there's no way in fuck he made that money from the movie business. He made it in oil. And there's no way that he ne- needs to be in the movie business to make money. So then you got to ask yourself, guy, why is he in the movie business? Well, there's only one reason you would be in the movie business if you already had all the money you need, and that's to get influence and power. He's manufacturing propaganda. That's why he's trying to bring Samantha into his web of lies, because she's a PR person. So he's he's got there's something big and sinister going on with that shake, man. He's making movies so he's got- with Smith Garrett... And he's he's trying to convince everyone that he's a good guy, but he's not. He's a bad man. So you think this is what he's using is just sort of distraction tactics? He's making making a lot of noise around sort of seemingly harmless things to mask the terrible trades or deals he's either could be that. doing or has previously done. Could be that. Could definitely be that. Or maybe he's just trying to come across as a good guy by funding movies. So everyone goes, look at this harmless filmmaker. He's like a Middle Eastern Steven Spielberg, no, but, but in actual fact, sure. he's like you, a Middle so you, Eastern Donald Trump. But Evil. that would be—I mean, the the movie he made would be, be pretty divisive, I'd imagine, in his in the United Arab Emirates because it's, you know, it's about Americans pretty much coming over and going ballistic. We don't know anything. So, so do you think we he's, don't know anything about Heart of the Desert? All we've got to go. Well, on he's is wearing the movie poster. Yeah. He's wearing camo. Yeah. He's holding a child. Yeah. He's walking. Yeah. He's saving people, kids. What do you think? What do you think the plot of Heart of the Desert is? Guy, I think that Heart of the Desert is the story of an American who's crashed while doing a flyover reconnaissance mission, trying to look at things 
oil fields. He's crashed in there, and he's uh, he's ambushed. Oh, he's ambushed on all sides. He has to improvise. It's like that movie, Black Hawk Down, which I never have seen, nor do I really know the plot of. So Smith Garrett's character, he's got to improvise some explosives MacGyver-style using only his wrecked reconnaissance jet. And he does it, and he, and he manages to get out of there. And in the meanwhile, there is a young boy who helps him because during the ambush, it looks like Smith Garrett's character is going to get killed. But a little boy throws a pebble at the soldier who's the sniper that's going to shoot him in the face. Gives him just enough time to scurry away. The, the then, little boy spots the sniper? Yeah, yeah. He throws a rock at his head. Gives him time. Pretty a young boy. So then, is it not a good sniper? So then the... Uh, the soldiers who are trying to kill Smith Garrett's character, they take the boy. Smith Garrett's got to break into the compound, save him, and he does. And that is the heart of the desert. That's not a bad movie. I'd watch that one many times over this one one more time. Do you know what I mean? Does the math on that stack up? Like I, I would think watch I Heart understand. of the Desert as I've described it 20 times instead of watching... Once more, Sex in the City too. Well, the the news I have for you, Tim, is that we are halfway done. Does that do much for you? Not a lot. Certainly not enough. <laughs> it doesn't feel like the horizon is any closer. I don't want to do it anymore. You will, though. I don't know if I will, man. You will. This is the beauty of it. This is real brutal. The same reason that we're having this conversation pretty much against your will right now is the same reason that you're not only going to watch this movie one more time, you're going to watch this movie 26 more times. This movie's going to take up another at least 60 hours. See, what are you doing right your now? Life. What's, all, what's all this jabber jabber, you know? This isn't a very cool thing to say to me right now. It's not very cool at all. I know, but I mean, yeah. I do this out of just sort of pure human interest because this is certainly, I feel this year, this is the lowest I've seen you and felt you being. And I think, you know, for the good of curiosity, it's important to see how low that, that feeling can go. You're like a mad scientist experimenting in your lab do you respect that i'm like a mad scientist or do you begrudge me for it i begrudge you you like those bad nazi ones not like the cool american ones do the nazis have mad scientists or just yeah they did a lot of really weird shit man i don't think we should get into that i tell you what the nazis bad people yep i'll sign off on that opinion We'll be the ones to say it. We'll be the brave souls. Tell me about your movie watch. Uh, I I don't think it sort of just jackhammered me in the face the same way it did you. It was just sort of just like a more run-of-the-mill. I couldn't dive in. It's just like being... It was like being at lunch with four people you just don't like. And you're like, well, this is bad, but it, is, it, it could be a worse circumstance. I just have to get through this lunch 
and then I can go home and not not think about the lunch. I'm looking at your eyes right now and you look like you're offended for how easy maybe I just found watching the movie. Nah, I'm just listening. This is my listening face now. From now on it's when I very listen, intense. this is what I look like. I hope you don't carry that into the daytime because you're going to be... It's, it's harrowing. I, uh, I mean, it was upsetting, but I heard a good thing which might cheer you up, which I don't know if it... At the end of the movie, right, you know when they're having a birthday party for one of the girls at Charlotte's house and everyone's having lunch mm. and that person pulls out a hip flask and starts going to pour it into people's drinks but there's nothing in the hip flask. Yeah. Uh, off of off mic, I heard uh, a voice exclaim, you drank it all! Which I thought was quite good fun. Okay, guy. I see. We are, we're on different levels right now, aren't we? I just don't know what to make of it all. Did you have any... Was there any moment which you sort of enjoyed? A shining light, if you will? Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a shining light, all right. When they're at the movie premiere... I'm trying to think of which bit it is. When they're at the movie premiere, and I think it's when... Uh, Miley Cyrus is, is on. I think it's then. There's a guy in the background who's making one of those faces like, you know those faces that models make where they're either trying to look like a model or they've possibly just farted and you can't really tell which. Kind of mysterious, <laughs> slightly pouty, pursed lips, a slightly middle of the road, confused, kind of face. mysterious kind of vibe that could go either way kind of face. He's busting out one of those, the hardest I've ever seen someone bust one of those out. It's really going for it. And what was your, what did you surmise? What did you think? I think he's farted. Pose or poo? I think he's farted at the premiere of Heart of the Desert, which as we've established is a propaganda film made by a shake trying to convince everyone that he's an okay guy. Is he trying to convince convince Everyone in the United Arab Emirates or everyone sort of, you know, obviously it's made for an American release in America. Or do you think he's shooting down the middle and trying to satisfy both parties? And I think so, maybe not yeah, doing no, I, either. I think everyone. I think he's getting in there. He's trying to convince the world that he's a good dude, but he's not. He's bad man. You think the movie is well received? Heart of Darkness? I mean, Desert. The Desert. Heart of Darkness was its working title. Do you know that? <laughs> It's very revealing when you think about it. When you say Heart of Darkness, I just can't emphasize enough how scary your body language is. You're just, it's just, it's Tim. He's slumped over, his head's hung low. He's got his hood up, a blue hoodie with the hood up. And it's just, he's only allowing his eyes to appear on screen. So it's just a sort of very dead, very forlorn set of eyes just peering out at me. What was your question? I don't, I don't know, man. You're I, you're intimidating me. I don't have all of my I'll speech. Put my head down. No, well, yeah, now I'm just talking to a room. Um, 
Do you know my shining light tip? Yeah, I do. Uh, it was... I saw a lot of potential in the film this week. Uh, when the when the gals are just about on the on the way home and Charlotte and Samantha go up to the the fake sort of watch handbag sunglass store, mm. the Forbidden Experience, um, it was actually the guys, the guys who run that store uh, for some form of spin-off maybe, uh, just as a, a sort of a caperish, pinging the brain type program because the guy, so they they think Samantha's stolen a handbag, but the guy who's saying, I think she stole a handbag, he's holding up the handbag that he thinks has been stolen. Mm. And that's enough to trigger just absolute bedlam and panic and they go storming out the out the store, you know, completely oblivious to the fact that they're already holding what they think has been stolen. And then they go down and they, they rip Samantha's Bergen apart. Uh, and that's sort of, I mean, you know, it's obviously not so funny for Samantha, but at this point, we don't really mind what's happening to our four heroes. Uh, and I, I just like to see those two guys go back to the store maybe and, you know, obviously the... the, the hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Using the classic comic tropes of uh, dumb and dumber or idiot and idiot sort of thing, you know. I think that that would uh, that would be a good watch. I don't, don't think my sullen behaviour or lack of response try to convey to you that that's not a good idea because that is a good idea. Thank you. This is a funny idea. I think. Thank you very much. I think I would like to see that movie.
or possibly a series even with those guys. Yeah, well, I, I I was looking at it as a sitcom. Maybe we could order sort of a thirteen episode first season and uh, and see how it how it is received. I could watch more of them for sure. That they would be palatable. The th- yeah, the thing is, I think as I was looking at it, Big and Carrie have all the you know they have this, these arguments, these silly little disagreements throughout the film. Mm. It's very difficult to care or get on board with anything. But I was, you know, Carrie and Big were having that classic argument uh, about you know watching TV and going to movie premieres and sort of. You know how everything is just too much for a good thing, mm. and life is, life's a garden. So d- dig it, mm. and then f- find worms and complain about them. Yes, but that's just where they live. Um, and I was analogy. thinking to myself, you know what, big. I'm with big on this one. Big is, and I was thinking why. I was like, does that mean that I'm inherently, you know, a a, a sexist pig, or am I, you know, do I decide with big because? Uh, uh, on gender lines and I think the answer is absolutely no it's just the, the overriding reason is that we have less exposition to Big and accordingly there's less reason to disagree with him and so just by default just by virtue of the fact I don't know as much about this guy to know how much I don't like him So I think he must I've be in the right understood what you're saying right you agree with Big solely because there's a lack of information so you're sort of projecting your own feelings onto that blank canvas well I just think They've yeah I think that, that and you've seen that as an opportunity I think every character who isn't you know the lesser character is featured in this film the more likable they are I think I wouldn't like you know I'd happily watch a movie that followed the nanny Aaron or uh, Charlotte and Steve's housekeeper or even Brady, obviously, as we've discussed. I mean, well, you know, I think you've cracked throwing away. (laughs) You've sort of cracked the formula of this whole project, really. Who do we love, guy? We love coffee guy. He's on screen for five seconds. Who do we love, guy? We love Brady. We see Brady for fucking like maybe 45 seconds in total in the movie. Who do we not love, guy? We don't love Carrie because Carrie's in every scene. Yeah. Everyone we don't see we love because it's hard to fuck something up if you don't do it. (laughs) No, I know. And to look at you, the broken man before me right now, I got to, you know, you you do make me wonder if it's worth it. I can't imagine it is. Look, no. what I want to do, here's what I want to do. I want to I wanna get in that big, that big old glass tower up to that 55th floor and I want to see what's going on in Mr. Big's big book of ideas. <laughs> I want you to tell me a, a bloody story. I want you, you to know what what's mis- on the pages of Mr. Big's big book of ideas. Well, Mr. Big, uh, he, you know, he's got a lot of ideas, obviously, He's in financial ruin. He needs one to get him, get him over the line and uh, out of the ground. And he's pretty much been drawing up plans for uh, a cafe or a restaurant. He's always had an eye for hospitality. He's worked in it previously. Uh, helped get him through college. We were studying uh, finance at NYU. And he, uh, 
he he sort of what he's noticed is as as time marches on and you know uh, standards of decency and what society deems acceptable in public spaces is sort of uh, you know a lot of stuff's getting called out. What all Mister Big really wants is um, a nice classy cafe, restaurant, dining establishment, sort of a, a balls out sort of affair. Uh, we're sort of everything up to and inclusive of second and a half base maybe uh, is acceptable at the restaurant. It's, he's sort of drawing up ideas for a restaurant where hand jobs they're not on the menu, but if your co if your co diner wants to, you know, if you want to give a hand job or take a hand job or consensual, obviously, but you know what I'm saying. Sort of a sexy sexy cafe. Genital he's stimulation. Written, it's not on the menu, but it's not not on the menu. That's exactly right. It's sort of a speakeasy type vibe. Uh, he's got into some detail. There's about 10 pages worth of sort of content there, including some pretty interesting and uh, explorative diagrams. Mr. I mean, I don't know how it's going to go. Mr. Big is a, um, how do we say, a sexual deviant. I think that's with a the right for business. pronunciation. I mean, if it's not Mr. Big's Jaskuzis, it's a bloody hand job cafe. The man, he can't keep his mind out of the gutter. Well, and the thing is, though, this I sort of, I had the thought, you know, Mr. Big obviously had the thought, but it occurred to me. And then, I mean, there was no, there's no stronger example than when you're looking at, I mean, where do you think bloody old Dick Spurt and... um. Expert and Samantha wouldn't mind being one of the what part of this hand job chain of cafes? Do you think he's gonna, getting in big trouble? Is he going to start in well, Abu Dhabi and then grow the franchise out from one of the most think, sexually conservative places on earth? I think that'd be a confident move. Uh, but I mean, you know, given his track record, it, w- it wouldn't be a huge surprise to me that he'd be making that sort of wacko uh, first step. Like all I want to know is how the Rat King Brady feeds into all of this. That's all I'm. I got a hunger to know. Ah, uh, well, Biggs, you know, he's it. He's obviously he's he's lost a lot of money up front, and he's also lost a lot of money, sort of down below. That is to say, he's he's taken some pretty uh, interest-heavy loans from the people in charge of New York City, mm. uh, and who should be at the top of that food chain? But of course, Brady the Rat King. So in essence, this handjob cafe is just an effort to get back in the good graces of Brady who was frankly running things at this point. This is some sort of tribute to King Brady. It's not a tribute, uh, but it's just, he's, I mean, it's, a, he's, on, it's on a, he's on a wing and a prayer. He's just hoping that he can, he can raise enough money to, to avoid getting in big trouble. Man, man. Oh, that's good to see. I wasn't sure if, um, this was recording and uh, the thing is guy if this wasn't recording I'd have to end my life um, so I'm <laughs> pretty glad pretty glad to see that uh, yeah. that little file ticking over so I mean this you I just cannot I, I genuinely can't move past you've got the craziest look in your eyes you need you're to- not you're not a you're not a well dude. Yeah, I've seen Sex in the City 226 times and it's the middle of the fucking night in the middle of the week yeah, you're an interesting guy, Tim. You've made some interesting calls. Certainly have. Um, 
Do you what? do you like me? I don't like anything right now. Do you respect me? I'm not sure I really, you can't respect someone until you respect yourself and right now I I don't respect myself. I've got no respect for anything or anyone. Devoid. I respect you. I respect, respect you. I think I appreciate that. It's hard to tell. How long do you think it takes for Zopacline to kick in? Because I've got a funny feeling I should take one now. What You are not going to have any trouble sleeping anyway. This is... I know I'm sleeping on a fold-out, mate. This is the compounding are you issue. sleeping are you sleeping in that room no although it's not a bad idea but except that it is Wh- a bad where idea. are you sleeping i'm sleeping on a fold out is everything okay at home uh yep we're just you know in between houses as it were oh i see oh well that's nice not well moving's actually a bit of a nuisance well that's the understatement of the century it's like saying Sex in the City 2 is not the greatest movie ever made. That sounds like something I would say. Guy, I got no emotions, and when I got no emotions, I can't skit. You got to skit for me, and you got to skit twice as hard as you normally would. What's happening down here then? Hey, you, leave him alone. He's a nice guy. He means well, all right? Okay, good. Now don't let me see you two fooling around again or you'll get kicked out of this club. Whoa, we're back on the ground floor. Whoa, what's happening there? What's he doing? Where's he up to? I know you wanted me to come in there at the end with you. I saw you. Wasn't going to happen. What are you eating? Your mouth is chewing very slowly. Sorry, fruit tube. Everything's kind of slow right now. Yeah, you are. Uh, well, Tim, I don't know what you reckon. I don't know what you think about this guy, but I would love to. Well, here's the thing about Coffee Guy, bro. Have you noticed that he... I'm sorry, I'm chewing really loudly and it's a horrible thing to do on a microphone. Okay. I always think it's funny. Now, have you uh, ever noticed in the movie that Coffee Guy is only in the cafe long enough to hear that the girls are definitely going to the Middle East? And as soon as he hears that, that's all he needs. He's off. I put it to you, Guy Montgomery, that Coffee Guy has been hired by our evil friend, The Shake. And is working for him as a US sleeper cell agent, relaying information back to home skillet. So do you think this man has been hired to specifically follow these four heroes? Yes. It's just that simple. He would also, of course, be on the flight with them. On the way over? It's conceivable, though his role may be limited to just making sure that they're definitely going to get on the plane to go on the trip 
and then just relay that information and then that's his and part then, done that's his part fulfilled but either way he is what, he's in bed with some bad people here guy how did he how did he wind up there family ties family ties what? His fa- yeah coffee guys coffee guys dad was the spy you into the spy business so, and he it was a family business was it it's like spies and sons oh yeah and it's all this double agent triple agent stuff going on I am lost if he's working still for the Americans or the um, whatevers. Mm. It's too confusing to try and, you know, untangle the web. But he's, he's got no sort of national allegiance. He's just a, a terrifying free agent. And he's working for the Sheikh. He's mixed up with the Sheikh. That much I do know. Because why else would he be in the cafe solely for the amount of time it takes for them to confidently announce that they're going to the Middle East and then he leaves immediately after that news is confirmed? I don't have any answers. You're a smart guy, Tim. Thank you. It's true. And I think what would probably be for the best, uh, you know, with regards to your current physiological psychological just general situation might be uh to to put a pin in this one yeah listen 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 here's the important thing um if i have not uh succumbed to my own demise and i'm continuing to decal my nequab every day uh week or do you do it on a day by day basis? Minute by minute, mate. I just I'm constantly decaling my neck up in my head. My point is we're going to Los Angeles and you should watch it either live or on a a, a web ticket, an online ticket, because it's twenty five dollars, but it's only twenty dollars to watch the whole event unfold before your very computer eyes if you use the code which is worst. And the website is LAPodfest.com. And it's a great festival, and we're going to have fun. Uh, you could not have said that last part with less conviction, uh, but I truly believe in what you're saying. And Tim, let me be on the record as saying it's been a real joy seeing you, uh, not just in general, but specifically like this. I have taken a real demented pleasure in speaking with you this day. You're a sadist. You're a good guy. You're a good guy who's just been mixed up in some bad stuff. I feel like I'm a coffee guy. We're all coffee guy, if you think about it. Um, I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to see what this clone does. So I'll catch I would you imagine next time. you will be asleep within seconds for days. That's not good. Catch you on the flip side, Mundingo. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 